0: Welcome everyone to Stories of Hope. I'm Christine Hotchkiss. I believe everyone has a story that is unique, just like our fingerprints that put us on the path of our lives. Some call it purpose. I believe every story can help, heal, inspire, educate, and my one big word, give hope. Today, my guest is Adam Werner. And well, you know what? We hear hear a lot of cliches about journeys and what we're doing in our life and where we get stopped in our tracks. But today, we're going to title... Adam's uh, segment, my journey back, and he'll explain why. But let me give you a little introduction to who Adam is. Adam is a musician who had just released a new album of healing music. We all love music, right? It depends on how it touches your soul. He has worked with some of the f- some famous musicians, friends, and friends on a healing album, and was nominated for quite a few awards. His music was beginning to get a lot of radio airplay getting on radio charts, and many interviews. Adam was working on new music with a musician friend and had big plans for the future when one day everything stopped. And this is where Adam will pick up with what his journey of getting back to is. Good afternoon, Adam, and thank you for being my guest today.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: You know, music touches everyone in a different way. Absolutely it sounds like you found yours when you were doing music of healing, and we could all look at it being however where our journey is and what kind of music we listen to because we know there's all types of music, so yes. it sounded like you were doing really, really good, and then something stopped you in your tracks. What was that
1: yeah um i, I you know I, I've been a musician for quite some years and and um never really reached the level that i had reached after this last album that i released uh in 2017. and everything was going so well and all these new experiences you know uh working with you know amazing musicians and you know attending award ceremonies and traveling and you know it it was just stuff i'd never done before and, and i was so looking forward to the future um of music and then on December 3rd, 2018, um, right in the middle of the afternoon, I just I got hit by a car. And, Were you in a uh, car?
0: Were you walking? I, w-
1: I was in a car, and I was driving home. Um, I'm also a, a school teacher, so I was driving home from my morning class, okay. um, and I was making a left turn um, in, an inter- in, a, in an intersection, and um, somebody ran a red light. And debone me on the driver's side. Um, I never saw it coming. I didn't know anything had happened. It was everything. Everything literally just stopped.
0: I could, I could say that it would. I saw your, I saw your video. um, And if anyone wants to see your story on Mm. the uh, internet, could you share that address real quickly? Uh, It's on YouTube. It's on
1: my. Channel. Yeah, um, and you can access it through my website if you wish, which is com. Okay. So.
0: School teacher. And, you know, we get busy in our lives, and then we get focused or unfocused, if you want to call it, when we're driving, because there's a lot of distractions, and then there's other things that get in our view of driving, you know, obstruction of vehicles, the lights, the um, the sunlight sometimes, maybe the weather conditions, but... Um, it sounds like this was just one of your regular commutes and someone else wasn't paying attention.
1: Yeah. Well, um, to make the story even worse, um, the, the person that hit me, uh, was an uninsured homeless guy living in his van high on meth and drunk.
0: Oh no. Um, so he was so, impaired.
1: Yeah. So he, he had no clue what was going on he was, he was so wasted or whatever. Um, And, you know, through this whole experience, you know, with with all of the uh, losses that I, you know, sustained financially, emotionally, physically, um, nothing will ever be compensated. Um, I just have to accept the situation and move on. And that's been the, the toughest challenge, I think, for me
0: you know people right now would probably say so did that person survive
1: oh yeah he he tried to get away on foot
0: okay well we're not going to make this focus on him but i know that there's always yeah. that question did the other person make it when we already know that you had already talked about how your life um, yeah. is a journey now getting back to where you were are you still playing yeah. music
1: um you know i'm I, slowly and little at a time um, You know just to kind of quickly recap like you know what happened and how what i sustained as far as in go um just so people understand you know where my beginning point was right Uh, i i was i had a a ruptured bowel which had to be emergency uh emergency surgery to repair Uh, otherwise i would have died from internal bleeding
0: okay
1: um and I was on life support for the first week, so um, my my journey began literally on the doorsteps of death. And um, I was in uh, the hospital for about six weeks, which doesn't really seem like a lot of time, considering where I started from. Um, but I had so many injuries, uh, broken bones, and punctured lungs, and, you know, I mean, I, I, I was really kind of so close to the end, um, and it's been, what has it been, 20 months or something now, almost two years, mm-hmm. um, I still walk with a cane, um, physically looking at me, people, you know, always say, wow, you look so great, you know, and, and I didn't really, which is amazing to me, I had very little, external injuries cuts and and lacerations and bruises and things like that they were mainly all on my forearm mm. i had no head injuries no face injuries no you know no external injuries that people could see which was amazing once, once you look at the accident uh in the video yeah um, i i'm still kind of baffled by that um but i'm so grateful just to be alive and be able to <laughs> get up and move Function around. Function the
0: way you can.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not 100%. I probably will never be 100% like my old self, um, but I have, I, you know, I'm upright and breathing, you know, because in December of 18, I was not upright and breathing. So I'm mm-hmm. just so grateful to be where I'm at today, despite all the challenges.
0: So walk us through the process of getting back, as it said, your journey of getting back when you talked about how you were on life support. Mm-hmm. How did you, well, where you go from there?
1: Well, uh, being on life support, they just did everything they had to do to keep me alive. Um, I had two major surgeries while I was on life support. Um, and you know, once I started to wake up, um, and, and kind of understand what, what was going on, what happened to me, where I was at, and what I was facing, it was literally, you know, come down from the medications, get my head right, you know, uh, as, as far as uh, understanding what I need to do, mm-hmm. and um, focus on healing and recovery. I mean, that's been my focus the last couple of years is healing, uh, which is one reason why I haven't done too much music um, at all in that time because when you play guitar you you have a certain posture and I the injuries that I had I couldn't sit lay down or stand up oh, wow. at all um, so every position I was in was very painful okay. so to put a guitar in my hands and expect me to do anything with it let alone hold it was impossible um, I'm at the point now where I can actually sit somewhat comfortably, and I can play a little bit. So I challenge myself a little bit to see what I can remember, and thank God for me- muscle memory <laughs> because uh, you know it's it's really an amazing phenomenon. We do
0: take uh, it for granted.
1: Yeah, and um, I'm I, you know I'm grateful, and I challenge my my mental capacity too, not just the fingers and everything. I, sure. I challenge myself to make sure that i don't have any you know brain damage of any sort or anything so I'm, I'm constantly working towards getting back to being as normal as possible so
0: so your short-term memory is good long-term memory is good
1: everything seems to be fine um i do feel nobody would notice but i feel that in my responses to people when I'm having a conversation, um, I have some delays mm-hmm. um, that I'm not comfortable with, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. And I have to either build up to get through that, or that's just gonna be part of who I'm gonna be in the future. And mm-hmm. I just have to be okay with that, so.
0: I think a lot of the times when you mentioned you know, the delays, I think sometimes, if not most of the time, we're in our own head, no pun intended, because of what we've just talked about. Week. Right. we do think that maybe that delay is longer than they expected. So then we're thinking someone's going to go, oh, what's up with this person? Because we're yeah. so defensive of what people think of us when we really shouldn't. And you made another valid point of on the exterior, you would look, quote, unquote, the normal individual. And right. your injuries were internal and your injuries are still there. Right. Um, again, we look at everyone on the outside thinking they have this certain way of life. And, and in fact, that's not
1: right. That. And yeah, and that's what's kind of deceiving to other people is like, oh, wow, you look great. It's like, well, nice. thank you. But <laughs> you really don't understand <laughs> what I'm going through and what I have to deal with every day, you know? So it, it, it's it's hard because I don't know if it's just me or if most people go through this. You know, I want people to understand what I, what I go through and what, I, what I've been through. Um, I don't know if it's – you know, to gain sympathy. I, I don't know. I, I it seems how would silly you want, to me, but
0: So how would you want people to understand what is it that you're trying to make them understand?
1: Don't, I don't know. I think it's because when people see me, they think, wow, you look great. You look like your old self. Like, you know, how can you not, you know, how do you say that you're not back to normal? And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, live in my shoes for 24 hours and you'll understand, you know, but, um, but it's, it's okay. I mean, I'm, you know, I, the, the most challenging thing of this whole experience has been um, acceptance, mm-hmm. and there have been so many things I had, I've had to accept and move on, mm-hmm. um, and that's been the the hardest thing to do. Um, is the accept.
0: change that you now have to deal yeah. with,
1: and all, and all the things I've had to deal with, all the all the, you know, the legal aspects of what had gone on you know, me, you know, being out of work for so long and I mean, so many different things, you know, what my family had to go through. Not not that it was my fault. Right. But, you know, what my family had to go through, what they still have to go through. You know, I'm it's it's hard. I have to accept these these circumstances and in order to move on. And that's really been a challenge. So I think I've been okay though.
0: (laughs) You did okay I think you're doing well. I'm trying 20 months to be where you're at is pretty remarkable actually I I feel I've seen some people who are still struggling with accidents they've been in um so I I would say your your speedy recovery because you had determination that that wasn't going to keep you down that you had things you still wanted to achieve otherwise you could be laying in the bed still
1: I'm certainly grateful to be where I'm at today despite the challenges I face every day so I'm I'm not complaining at no,
0: all. No, no. I tell everybody because uh, I had my own. I have my own journey of loss uh, and uh, an auto accident as well. Um, nobody's exempt from pain, tragedy, mm-hmm. or blessings, right? True. And, and in each of those, we learn something from, or we can help someone else understand what it is that they're going through. Um, for you is the determination of that this did happen to you you have accepted it like you said, um, but it wasn 't going to define you you were still going to find a way to still continue the life that you as best as you can and you still as you said it 's your journey back so you 're still working on it on a daily basis
1: absolutely yeah and I and I have goals musically that I want to achieve um, down the road, but uh, i don 't want to force anything um, Uh, You know, I just I I need to really focus on my healing and recovery that that's number one right now um, And has been since you know December of 18. So um, once I get to a point where You know healing is is as far as it's gonna go uh, Recovery has gone as far as it's gonna go Then I can okay now. I'm gonna put my ducks in a row And I'm going to focus on these goals and uh, start working towards those 110%, you know.
0: To bring it back to the accident, did you have to learn how to walk and eat and all of those things again?
1: I did. um, I, you know, I, once, once I got out of, graduated from life support, um, I went to a recovery room for a couple of days and the hospital Recommended that I be put into physical therapy right away. Um, they felt I was a good candidate for whatever physical therapy program they had there. Um, and two days or three days later, I was out of recovery and right into the physical therapy. And um, it was, oh my goodness. It That's was, a lot of
0: work, too. Because your body Rock. is starting all over.
1: I had to. I had to learn. I had. I did occupational therapy and physical therapy, uh, two times a day each. So I had four sessions every day, uh, six days a week, uh, for an hour each. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to learn how to put clothes on, take clothes off, brush my teeth, brush my hair. You know, um,
0: the basics.
1: I mean, the basics. Like you know how like how am I going to function in my kitchen? How am I going to take this item from the refrigerator and get it to the dining room table? You know what I mean? I mean, it was (laughs) to, to literally go from fully able to not able at all. And to work back from that is kind of a strange experience. uh, Mentally, when you think about it, like this is so, I mean, this is so elementary. I've been doing this my whole life. Like, why is this such a challenge now? But, Right. Um, you know, it was it was mainly thankfully it was mainly just the physical injuries, not any mental injuries. Um, it, it wasn't like I forgot how to eat and walk and it was I physically couldn't do it. So I had to learn how to do it again with the limitations I currently had. So um, I mean as as terrible as the situation was and the experience was, it couldn't have turned out any better, honestly. I mean, it's, I'm so lucky in so many different ways, I just can't even count along, so.
0: So I have a quick question, because you talked about before the accident, and it was music and it was healing, and mm-hmm. then I asked, asked you again about whether you're doing music. Um, the healing, was that for you or was that for other people, the kind of music that you were writing?
1: Um, it's, the music I make is, it's weird. It's, I, it, it's healing type of music and I don't do it with the intent of making music that heals. It's just music that I enjoy listening to okay, and that I enjoy creating. Okay. Um, so the intent is not necessarily for healing. Yeah. Okay. But when I released an album years ago, um, somebody said that uh, they were friends of my mom's and she was a nurse. Her friend, my mom's friend is a nurse who administers chemotherapy to patients. Mm. And my mom happened to give her one of my CDs and she uses it during their chemo sessions. Nice. And she commented on how calm and, and comforting the patients are during that process because apparently it's a very uncomfortable, painful process. So mm-hmm. um, she uses my music for that. And then that kind of sparked an idea in my head well, wow, there, okay, maybe there is a healing element to what I do. So let's, you know, let's open it up to that. And uh, so this last album. Um, was music that helped heal me before I even wrote it before I wrote them because I had the music in my head Uh and I could hear each tune and how it made me feel and during that time I was going through a lot of rough times you know with instability Mm -hmm. and, you know, the, everything crashing around us, the start market of global, you know, back in the great recession or whatever it was. But I had all this music in my head and, and I knew what it was supposed to sound like, which made me feel the music, which is kind of weird to Mm -hmm. some, I don't know if people can understand that or not, but. So once I was able to actually record the music or finish writing and recording, um, it came out exactly as as I envisioned it all those years wow. and um, you know it was just for me it was healing for me and I'm hoping that people who listen to it um, feel the same way in some capacity um, when they listen to it so you know that's Music. kind of oh cool. yeah it
0: catches the soul and it depends and on where one, you're at in your life
1: yeah exactly and um, and that's why I named the album deep uh, music to heal the soul. So um, one experience I had while I was on life support, which I touch on in my, my journey back video uh, vlogs or whatever you want to call them. Um, while I was on life support, I remember hearing my daughter whisper in my ear, asking me if she, if I wanted her to put on my music oh, wow. and, Again, I didn't know anything had happened. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know anything. I was on life support. I didn't know an accident had happened, right? But I was thinking in my head, well, no, that's, that's an odd question. Why would I want you to put my music on? Like, I can listen to my music anytime I want, you know? So it, it didn't nothing registered with me, but I do remember that specifically, her asking me. And then, from what I understand, she put music on, music that I, lis- that I listen to, my new age healing music. And I, I kid you not, I guarantee from that point on is when my healing
0: started. You were listening to your own words. And I was, yeah. the mind really is, and we hear this all the time, the, the mind is the most powerful thing we can possess. And Absolutely. however you filter it or fill it is on yep. you, and I say you as an individual, listeners, whoever. You really are programming yourself by everything that you allow into your mind or how you feed your mind or how you talk to yourself, right? Right. That's you were right. actually your dog. That was a great idea because I believe that even though we may be unconscious, our brains are still going on.
1: Oh, that's, yeah.
0: That's the subconscious. So she was feeding you your own inspiration through your own words and your own music. Kudos that's to her. So Kudos it
1: was, that was a, that was a, Interesting experience through this uh, whole thing.
0: So I love hearing that. That's great. awesome. Um, so you're on your journey back. Are you teaching again?
1: I am. Um, I well, we're
0: with our situation. We're, we're currently, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, we're currently remote teaching. But um, I did go back to work after nine months, which, in retrospect, was way too early for me. Um, I physically was not ready. To go back to work but emotionally I needed to get back to connecting uh, with people um, and and getting back to a sense of normalcy so I forced myself back um, again that the, the accident was in December and I was off work the rest of the school year and then I did go back to work in August that that next August um, and looking back I probably should have waited probably almost another year okay. um, because mm-hmm. right now I I've, I could probably still go back to work right now and feel a lot more comfortable than I did last August. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but even now, it would still be challenging. So yeah, I, I went back way too early, but I, you know, I just it felt- was I trauma. Knew-
0: and you were able yeah. to get back in. I, I always tell everybody whatever your situation is because we can't have a happy day all the time, right? We need to oh, have those well. other emotions to get us through all the other things. But I've have, I've have acquired this saying of my own, my time, my terms. And you have right. to definitely give yourself some time, not based on what other people think you should do, but that's what well, we do. <laughs> and I well, think yeah, that's kind we of what you get caught in.
1: Well, we want to please people. and You know, I... I didn't want to, you know, uh, be looked at by my colleagues as, you know, maybe taking advantage of the system or, you know, whatever, but that, you know, that's just me. My, my colleagues never would have thought that, you know, um, but that was just me. You know, I, I need to get back to work. I need to get back to normal activities and, you know, this will be more physical therapy for me and, you know, doing it on my own, but. Right. Um, yeah, it was way too soon. <laughs> Looking back, it was way too soon.
0: So. Well, there could have been worse. So I'm glad to be able to see. I can see you. Obviously, no one else can see you. That I'm not gonna say you look normal because we already know what that what that free phrase means. We never right. know what's going on inside someone, whether it's from an auto accident or emotionally. Um right. I have one question I always like to ask everyone, um, okay. and I have talked to a lot of different people, and no one has said the same thing, so I am, like, super excited to hear what your response will be.
1: Uh, I hope it's not disappointing.
0: <laughs> no, pressure, no pressure. No pressure. No No. It'll come straight from your heart, I'm certain of it. At least I hope it is. What message would you like to leave our listeners based on your journey of your life or just about life in general?
1: Oh, that's a big
0: question. I know. Um, or what, what legacy would yeah. you like to leave? You could use that too.
1: I, I just, you know, with everything that is going on in the world right now, not just my own, you know, uh, experience uh, from the accident, but maybe pertaining to the accident, I, I would say, slow down. Um, enjoy the moments. Uh, every moment counts. Um, I I literally had to be 100% aware during my healing and recovery. So I had to be aware of every step I took, every moment, every turn, every anticipated movement I had to be aware of. Uh, otherwise, I would run the risk of injuring myself or, you know, tripping or falling or whatever. And that was... A huge wake-up call to me um, and people are on automatic pilot 23 hours of the day at least yeah and you know like be present literally be present and be aware of what you're doing your surroundings as much as possible because your actions don't only affect you you know they they affect others around you and mm-hmm you know, this person's carelessness for, you know, driving under the influence that day, not only affected me, affected my family, affected my friends, affected my colleagues, affected my students, yeah. and it just trickled down. Um, and it was, it was devastating for more than just myself. Um, so every moment you should really be aware. And be present. That- be present and enjoy as much as mm-hmm. possible because, like you said, what we feed our minds mm-hmm. becomes our reality. Absolutely. And uh, you know, the, the more good you put in, the more good will come out. So let's, I, you know, focus on that.
0: And, and I guess we could all use
1: a lot of good right now. Oh,
0: you're not <laughs> kidding. Well, that's why I have this hope thing because even though something tragic has happened to you or someone has become a survivor. There's something to be learned, and there's hope to give someone else who doesn't think that there is, and you feel yeah. alone. I'm sure you felt alone in this process, too, even though the physical people were there, but you're like, that was your body, your mind that you're stuck in. And
1: Many times I've felt alone, and, and you know, we're not alone. No. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, whether they had a traumatic experience or not, every single person has a challenge that they need to face every day. Agreed. And you know, some are greater than others, or but everybody's challenges are relevant.
0: Are, you know,
1: yeah. no, Nobody's is worse or better than others. Everybody has their own challenges, and those challenges are relative to them. And they could, it, you know, to you, it could be, oh, just an insignificant, oh, that's easy. You can get over that. But to that person could be the most devastating thing in their life at that moment. Yeah. And, you know, don't dismiss it. No, you know be no. be kind and and you know caring you know so
0: thank you, Adam, for sharing your journey of and it's still going on your journey yeah. of getting back. Well, um, thank you
1: so much for having me i'm I'm honored and and you're doing great work with your podcast and I hope everybody's stories that you're sharing um, you know meet meet the person that needs to hear it so.
0: I do too, because you know what, with all the people that I have interviewed and very few do I know in real life, like you and I don't know one another, I am changed by every single conversation that I have for the 30 minutes that I have with each person. And I may never, I may never meet you, may never see you again. If I do see your face, I will be like, oh, Adam, you know, um, yeah, everyone has touched me and changes me. So I'm I'm my goal is giving hope and that through stories like yours we'll do the same thing for other people. So with Absolutely. that being yes, yeah, so thank you again. Thank you for sharing your story to help, to heal, to inspire and of course to give hope. To my listeners, I thank you for listening. If you have a story you want to share or you know someone who has a story they want to share, You can also be anonymous that just because you have a story and you don't want your name attached doesn't mean your story isn't important, it very, very much is important. Please email me to the address of Christine with a CH at storiesofhope.com and I'm going to leave you with the phrase that Adam said and that is, be present, slow down. We are so in such a hurry and have so many things coming at us that we really miss the little things that come in our path, right? Yes. All right. Until next time, everyone, I wish you well, and you take care.